Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. In the last episode, talk to you about your kids can clean. And if they listen to that episode, they're like, no, mom, no, dad, don't ever play that podcast around this home ever again. Or they might have said, oh, I really like the idea. I really would love the opportunity to increase my discipline, my humility, my work ethic. I want to be incentivized for doing good things for the family. I want to be able to use the money that I earn by doing chores to help the family, but also to be able to buy things that I really want and I don't have to bug you to get them. Yeah, they might not actually come to you and say those things in that way. And quite frankly, they might not even think them or realize how beneficial those skills and characteristics they are learning from you at this point. But there will come a time when they'll be doing a podcast like I am right now. And like I mentioned in Your Kids Can Clean, I am publicly thanking my mom for making me, quote unquote, making me clean the tub and take out the trash. And when I got that scrubbing bubbles, I was so excited. But really, it is looking back upon a lifetime of good work ethic. It started with the initial impression example that my parents set. So they might not thank you now, but they will thank you in the way that they raise their own kids. And that's called legacy. My wife and I, Teresa, have been homeschooling now for just over a decade. We knew from the very beginning that we wanted to have mom home with the kids. We knew we were going to have more than one or two kids. Now, I was good to stop at two, maybe three. She wanted six. She wins. We have five. But I don't want to give any of them back. They are all awesome. But those initial decisions we made for me to work and be the sole breadwinner and for her to stay home, raise the kids, they were tough. I mean, it was the right thing for our family. We knew what it would do for our kids. We knew mom being home would be an amazing opportunity and example for the kids. I had seen it in my grandparents, you know, family growing up in the 60s and 70s and mom stayed home and raised their three boys the oldest boy was my father my grandfather worked hard and made good money for the family and then my grandmother went to work later on after the kids had grown up so I had a model ahead of us and my wife Teresa she had a model and her grandparents did the same thing so it became a personal choice for us and one that we decided early on And it was really awesome to have mom being home. I really wore it like a badge of honor as a working dad leaving the home every day when I was an engineer and going to my job, waving goodbye to my wife on the balcony, holding my little six-month-old, one-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old, whatever age they were at the time. Made me feel good that we could do that. Was it tough? Yeah, we struggled. We struggled a lot. We dealt with debt. We dealt with never having enough money. But in the long run, we knew it would pay off. That was the first major decision that we made as far as our family and how we'd raise our kids was mom would be home. Along the way, we put our oldest, Kenny, in preschool when he was, I guess that'd be four years old, going into five. 
And the idea of homeschooling him started coming up. What if we could homeschool our kids? We're going to have a few, two, three, five. We could have five kids. What if we could keep them home? And mom is already home. What if we could keep them home as well? And maybe down the road, I could come home and be able to work from home. These were dreams. These were desires that we had and passions we had as a, as a husband and wife toward freedom. But we just liked the opportunity that homeschooling could provide for us. So we didn't just do it. I'm an engineer at the time, just starting out in my cleaning business. But I'm still very scientific and rational. And I wanted to know the details. So my wife found a homeschooling conference put on by a Christian group in New York State. We attended. I listened to some orientation, some different talks. I saw some other families that were doing it, asked questions, asked lots of questions. There was even a homeschooling graduation. I was pretty shocked that they even had them. And it was essentially this organization. It was called Leah, I think Loving Educators at Home. And they had a Leah graduation across the state of New York. And there was maybe 100, 150 homeschooled seniors that were in Rochester, New York for this conference. Their families were there to celebrate. So I got to witness what homeschooling could look like for our oldest son, Kenny, from the kindergarten level all the way through graduation of high school. And it really appealed to me. I have to admit, I went in there pretty skeptical and I came out pretty excited. Now, that didn't prevent us from not telling any family members on my side of the family because they were very educated, many teachers, and some of them had strong opinions negatively on homeschooling in general, and I just didn't want to cross that bridge. I just said to Teresa, hey, let's just do it. We don't need permission from anyone in our family. We don't need permission from our school district. This is our decision as a family. You and me, husband and wife, mom and dad, let's make the decision what's best for us. And we did it. We pulled the plug on the school system and we started experimenting with curriculum, experimenting with different ideas and along the spectrum of homeschooling from year to year, we'd add more kids in and brought them in and it really became quite a journey over the years. And when I say a spectrum, there really is two sides to homeschooling. We are in unprecedented times right now where schools are canceled through the year in many states and some kids might not be able to graduate except for virtually. This is a rare opportunity for families across America to give homeschooling a try. But I wanted to find that there is indeed a spectrum and there is one side that is as close to school as possible. So every part of the school experience, which is very organized and structured and curriculum-based, you can do your homeschooling exactly like that. And you just essentially replace the school desk with your own desk and virtual access to maybe your own school district or other online curriculum. But essentially is the same thing you're just in a virtual location or from home you are literally doing your regular school at home and the other end of the spectrum is called unschooling this is where you don't have any curriculum there's no structure there's no plan this is where curiosity is the curriculum every homeschooling family makes the choice where they want to be on that spectrum some really like the structure of the curriculum and they do it that way Others don't want any curriculum or structure at all, and they want to go all in on curiosity. Whatever choice you do decide to make, 
It requires discipline from the parents and from the student. That's not what this episode is about. I'm not going to talk all about homeschooling, the do's, the don'ts. I just wanted to paint a background for why we homeschool and what we've been doing for the past decade. I would say on that spectrum, we do lean way more towards the curiosity and the unschooling side. Although there's many needs and many places for curriculum in our own school. So where are you in this mix as you are now home with your kids for the first time probably ever and you're not, you're not really sure how to do this? The school is giving you lots of requirements and you're checking the boxes. Essentially what they're doing is giving you the one side of the spectrum. Here's what your child was doing in school. We want you to continue doing what they were doing in school at home. So if you want to be compliant with your school district, you're going to have to check all those boxes. I'm not saying not to, but what I want to add to this opportunity is this. Why don't you try both? Why don't you do the check boxes and do the curriculum as you're supposed to, but instead of having your kids wake up every morning and just grab a bowl of cereal and their closest device and jump on that for three, four hours and get lost in the day. Why don't we encourage curiosity? Let's see if we can invoke some of those passions. We talked about this and your kids can clean. We've incentivized them with chores and now they're seeing that hard work, discipline, humility leads to opportunities. So what if they started getting other ideas? What if they could do other things? What if they developed other passions because of curiosity and those incentivized chores and possibly even side businesses they could develop could fuel those passions? So I want to propose to you in this episode four challenges that you can do while your kids are home. And again, it's not to discredit the school districts, not to be a rebel and say, I don't do those checkboxes, but do those checkboxes. But add this to it. With an open mind, I pray that you hear this episode and you are willing to take some risks with your children. It's not difficult, but it's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to stretch you. But I tell you what, if you believe how we believe, and this comes from one of our favorite marketing instructors, his name is Seth Godin. He is a fantastic marketing mind, love reading his stuff, listening to his stuff. He says this, if you can encourage and teach your kids how to do these two things, they will be light years ahead in this new economy. And for sure, he said that before COVID-19, this new economy is coming faster than possibly he even imagined. And what are those two things he says and he promotes? Teach your kids how to solve interesting problems and how to lead. If you can do those two things, wow. So please, lend me your ear, lend me an open heart, and I encourage you, try these four challenges out with your kids. They apply for elementary, middle school, and you could even adapt them to high school. So here you go, here are the four challenges. So your kids are home, they're just like deer in the headlights. I don't know what to do. I have so many options. And they end up choosing the path of least resistance, sleeping in and being on their devices all day long. Take the devices, no TV, and listen to me. 
Let's get them curious. Let's find out what they're passionate about. Let's get them really excited. And let's take this opportunity that they are home and let's get them moving. Here's four challenges I want to offer as a homeschooling dad and also teaching my kids entrepreneurship. The four challenges. The first one. You want some time alone? Kick your kids out of the house. Here's what you say. Hey, Junior, get out of the house and don't come back until you find something interesting. And if you come back in 15 minutes, it wasn't interesting enough. <laughs> like an hour, two hours. Go explore, give them parameters. And here's what they're going to find. They, they have to find something really interesting. Maybe it's there's a creek nearby. They find some crayfish. Maybe they find quartz, crystal rock. They find snakes or bugs or plants or cool flowers. Who knows what they can find? Things up in a tree, caterpillar, praying mantis, whatever they find. Like, this is so cool. A turtle. I found this, Ma. I found this, Dad. Awesome. Now you guide them. Awesome. What is it you like about this? Well, this turtle, it went back in the shell. I found this snake under this rock. Why is it there? Let's find out. What do you think? Go get some articles. Go online. Do YouTube. Maybe you know someone that's a person that studies rocks. What's that called? Ge- uh, ge- geology? A geologist or something? Maybe you know a geologist or a scientist. And you can call them up. Hey, Uncle John. I know that you you do this. Can you help us? And you can connect with family members and learn from them and start to develop a passion. That's the first challenge. Get them outside. Don't let them come back in until they find something interesting and let them use that time to then go find more about it. And I also recommend whatever requirements the schools are giving you, just knock it out as quick as you can. Fulfill the letter of the law. Do the work and then free up your day to go inspire your kids to get curious. Challenge number two is give your kids some wood pieces hammer and nails and maybe supervise them so don't put a nail through their finger or maybe just hot glue guns top popsicle sticks toothpicks cotton whatever let them build something and when they're done ask them about it. why'd you build this why'd you do this? ask them questions would you like to try something different yeah i would and then go find some projects they could build maybe that brings them into like learning about different types of tools what's the saw the hammer this what are all these things you do different things too and you could build cooler stuff maybe that turns into a project with dad but maybe maybe even turns into fixing something on a car building stuff fixing stuff this can be really fun for them you find passions through these challenges you're going to find what their passions are challenge number three give them some electronics that are broken maybe an old vcr or whatever an old phone doesn't work and say here you go what's this for mom dad Take it apart and see how it works. Whoa, cool. They start messing with it. They find little fans. They're taking the fans like, I want to use this and make something out of it. Yes, exactly. We gave my son two Asus computers that were half working. He turned two half broken computers and made one good computer out of it. It took him like a month or something and he loved it. And I used that computer for a year and it turned into a passion for him where he started fixing computers and selling them on eBay. So you just never know. He found a passion doing that. Fourth challenge is give them access maybe to your kitchen, to your supplies. Don't worry about making a mess. Let them try baking projects, cakes, or, or put them in front of the sewing machine. Or teach them how to do these little kind of crafty at-home projects and see if they take they, they kind of take on to that. Or there's other challenges you can do. Get creative. Find ways to get them involved in projects. They're going to be back in school before you know it. And this time's precious. Use this time to find things that they have passion doing. And now they want to buy some more flour and food supplies for the next cake they're building or making. And they want to sell it. Well, they need to do their chores to get the money to buy it, to sell it, to get more money, to make something else. 
See that incentivization cycle? Or electronics, my son needed seed money to buy more computers. Buy them at five, ten bucks off eBay, fix them up, sell them for 30, 40. You need money. More motivated to do your chores. See how this works together? So those are the four challenges. And I'm speaking fast, but I want to encourage you to do these things while your kids are home during this pandemic so that you can find your kids' passions. And you'll have way more fun with them because they'll be like, Mom, I did this today, I did that today. And don't say, oh, yeah, great, son. Work with them. Guide them. Make sure dad's involved too. You'll have a blast. Okay, Solo Cleaning School. How'd that go? Did you like that? We could have called this one Solo Cleaning Homeschool. So this was a perfect compliment to Your Kids Can Clean So I do encourage you to go listen to that episode if you haven't already. And I really do hope that you had an open mind, an open heart when you listen to this. And you would apply some of these challenges and get your kids curious. And see if you can incorporate curiosity as the curriculum in your homeschool. Even if your kids go back to school, which they probably will. I don't think many of you are going to be sticking homeschool out but you can still do this kind of stuff on nights and weekends and develop that curiosity, develop those passions. It is not a bad thing at all. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.